When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, have I been to a country club is the question. I'm sure I've been in one, but I've never belonged to one or anything. And I don't I'm sure at some event. Right, some, You've some, had to be at a country I've, I've club I've had before. to be in a country club for events and stuff like that, but at this moment, I, I can't remember the... I can't re- you don't hang out you. at country clubs, Max? No. Nah. Nope. You don't want to come over for the, so you don't go, the you poker don't, games? You don't Cigars? go to the country club out where you visit quite often? No. Nah. Really? No. Nah. I mean, it's just country some, club, it's no. whatever. Man, it's relaxing. It takes yeah, you away from it, people. It looks good. Like I mean, you know, if you... <laughs> If it, if if I had the time, I guess, and and the access, I guess I w- I wouldn't mind going. But I just no, it's not. I do it. I love it for my kids. My kids do the pool. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, all that sort like, of yeah, stuff. If you got a pool in the backyard, which you need your kids in the in the public pool. But it, it's community pool, man. You hang yeah, community out pool, same thing. No, nah, but it's you, not the same thing. It's not the same thing. No, I'm not it's, trying. To it's it's relaxing. You you go there. You have a cocktail. You eat. You chill. You don't have why, to golf all the time. Why not do that just at the house? Though is my question. You can, well, you I like can to golf. And you don't have to talk to people. I like to golf. So I like you to bring my boys can. over and have cigars and golf. That's nice. Yeah, you certainly could do those sort of things at home, but you yeah. want a social life, Max. Everybody no, I can't do that at home. Boring life. and not communicate with the rest of the world. Let's be honest. I have friends that are like, hey, look, I need three hours away from my wife. I will be at the club. <laughs> right, right. What's the <laughs> name, Jay? <laughs> nope, nope. Not doing that to him, Key. Not doing that to him. I mean, if you like to golf, smoke cigars, I get yeah. it, right? If you're doing something like and that. And not yeah. gamble. And not gamble. Clearly, Jay is not gambling when he golfs. And lies, 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 and more lies. And it also depends on what your club is all about, right? Mm-hmm. If you, if your club is exclusion, stuffy, yes. if if it's stuffy and you got a bunch of old Can't dudes, that. that's just that's not it. Old guys in the shower walking club, around, man. Put a towel on. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, stop, man. But if you what? got a, a young club that people got kids and families. Right. They got bouncy houses and games. Oh, that's they good. Play yeah. And all. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. That sort of stuff. Max doesn't. He's not. He doesn't care. <laughs> I know. You, I, I, it, you know what it, I'm no, talking I, about. I, I like. They got bouncy houses and stuff. You think the kids good? Put a towel on. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about that, uh, Jay. He's been I'm in not, the shower with a lot of guys. You know what I'm talking. Jay's about. Jay's placing bets on how many moles <laughs> someone has on their body. Come on, Jay. <laughs> Hey, hey, look, you can win money on a lot of stuff. You'd be surprised. Stop, man. You guys are moving on anyway. Uh, <laughs> so Jerry are... Jones did, in fact, have some things to say about Dak Prescott. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jerry owns the country. <laughs> yes, he does. He, no, has he, a does thing. Have, he does have a country club. Of course yeah. he does. Exactly. Yeah, he's, uh, I forgot the name of it, but they, I think it might be like Cowboy something. But, yeah, he's, he got a course. Like in, a think Dak shows up? Cowboy. Yeah, he course. gets all the Absolutely. Cowboys players to show up, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's events that's there. Yeah. I don't know what type of course it is, but people play it. So he was talking about Dak's not only his contract, but his play. Here is the Cowboys owner himself. 
Listen to him talk about Dak Prescott and the potential deal. It is not imperative for me to wrap anything up uh, at any particular period of time. We've got it uh, right now to where uh, 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 that uh, we will we'll go to camp and have our year based on where we are contractually. Would you like to see the DAC extension done for the others just because of what that does? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to give you a vague answer. It just is not a prerequisite. Pollard has nothing to do with Dak. What do you think, Key? Does Dak's contract not affect other contracts? It it does not, man. Y'all, everybody, look, man. Everybody's always talking about the quarterback. You have to do this for the quarterback because they can't pay other people and this, that, and the other. It's nonsense. They pay who they want to pay when they want to pay him. It's it's been that way. It's gonna always be that way. You they, they understand on their board the capologist. He understands the numbers projected out for however many years what the salary caps are gonna potentially be. And and they they got on their board who is most important to try and get done now. Who's less important to try and get done now? They they got all that. They got all the information and the intel that they need. And they know at some point they're going to have to address Dak Prescott's contract. They know at some point they're going to have to address CeeDee Lamb and Pollard and all that. So I understand exactly what Jerry is saying. One has nothing to do with the other. Although, Mm -hmm. for many years, it's been fed to the media, and the media has run with it that you have to do it like this in order to get to this type of player. It's nonsense. It's not true. Not true at all. But Jay, to me, what I hear Key saying is – they're they're going to keep they're going to keep the difference makers and pay them and they'll figure out how to do that and the other guys are kind of interchangeable parts if you lose a guy who's not really a difference maker you can find another guy to Absolutely. fill him in but to me that's not the same thing as saying we they have infinite resources the resources are finite and if you let if you're Cincinnati and you can't afford to keep Boyd let's say because you do want to keep Higgins and you figure out a way to get that done with Chase and 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 Joe Burrow. Well, then you got to find, like, Boyd, it may not be irreplaceable, but he's a good player. You better guess right in the draft. You better develop that guy right. You better sign the right guy for less money who can do almost that, or you've lost a little something. So it's, to me, what Key is, seems to be saying is in the grand scheme of things, you're going to keep your difference makers. But, damn, to, you, bet, you can't get the details wrong after that once you pay those guys. But also I want to see how my difference maker performs with Mike McCarthy running the offense instead of Kellen Moore. Like I want to watch what level that Dak can rise to. Like considering I have him for this amount, like this is a we, – we can't forget, guys, this is a big year for Dak. This is a massive year, is it not, Max? Like, so. do, you, do you not look at it like, Key, we've removed Kellen Moore – He's now in San Diego, okay, with Justin Herbert. We'll see what happens with that relationship and Brandon Staley. But also at the same time, like watching Dak now, now that Mike McCarthy has full reign of the offense, we know that he is the guy. We surrounded him with some pieces. Now I want to see what he can do with these pieces and more added pieces as well. You know, you look at the Cowboys. Here's an example, Key. Um Gallup, right? If Gallup stays healthy, if they get that slot right, they're going to have a lot at receiver, right? But now there's a guy, DeAndre Hopkins, on the market who wants to get paid, you know, given what what uh, Odell got as a guy coming off injury and everything. You know, okay, you think I lost a step, whatever else. DeAndre Hopkins still going to be like, pay me. Imagine him in the slot in Dallas. 
Like that's much a big catch radius, shorthanded guy. Yeah, but they got, but they the, the, they move their interchangeable parts uh, in terms of CD Lamb and Michael Gallup that play inside, and they just got Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Yeah. So, right, got speed. But I'm saying, it's, you know, CD Lamb's going to be good. You know, Cooks is going to do his job. The question is really Gallup. Can he stay healthy? When he's healthy, what will he produce? I think with DeAndre Hopkins, the question as to what you can depend on him for is already answered, right? So yeah, Hopkins but he, but is. But D Hop is more of an outside guy. Yeah, but he could he be moved inside. inside but he's more of an outside guy. You wouldn't move him inside on the Cowboys? You know, I he, would. Could, he could play inside if yeah. you needed him to. But that, he's but, more of an outside guy, and the number is, is a lot. Right. This is what. Wait. Stay right there. This is what I'm saying. Gallup might turn out to have a better season than Hopkins if he's healthy. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Given their ages and everything. But a team might look at Hopkins and go, you know what? That's like a sure thing for me. Man, if we had him, we'd be straight. Yeah, Buffalo, Cleveland. Not everyone can afford him. You know why? You had to pay the quarterback. You had to pay this nah, other thing. It's, so, just not that, it's, not, it's not paying the quarterback. It's the room. When you are tying up $30 million a year in C.D. Lamb, because that's what he's going to probably demand and get mm-hmm. somewhere in that number, somewhere around in there. Then you tying up whatever Cooks is on the books for, which is, I think is about $16, $17, $18 million, just slight of 20 Right. You're tying up money there. Then whatever Gallup makes. Now you bring it in a DeAndre Hopkins that's, you know, I don't know what the hell he's going to make, but it's a lot. It's yep. not going to be. It's over it's, 10, let's say, right? Yeah, it's going to uh-huh. be Amari Cooper, not Amari Cooper, OBJ Odell, type yeah. money. Yeah. That's a lot of money, Max, for one room. So forget the quarterback. I'm not, it's paying, still co- I'm not paying that room uh, $70 million to catch seven passes in a game. But even if you want to break it down by room, it but, still comes down to you paid Peter, you got to rob Paul. You can't pay nah, everybody. You, you, but, it doesn't work. But, it doesn't work like that, Max. I don't know how many times I have to drill you in the head. They're looking at the room. Okay, let's say look at the room. So you okay. paid CD Lent. You got to pay this one, pay that one. Now you can't pay DeAndre Hopkins. No, you can't. It's not that you can't. They're not going to for the room. Now, quarterback is different because there's only one starter. That mm-hmm. starter gets $50 million. That backup gets four. The backup after him is at 800 or a million dollars. So you're saying there's you're saying the way they only three of them. the way yeah. they conceptualize it it's by room call it room yeah and quarterback room is X and they understand this is the market for it with the backup we're going to be in all in for X and that doesn't affect the receiver room which is going to be at Y no matter what man that you is. got you got six you got one two three four five most teams carry four to five depending on if a guy plays special teams. Then you got a couple on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. So you're tying up a lot of money in one room. It's almost like when you look at the offensive-defensive lines, the tackle gets the money. Then from there, everybody else so because that's you why have Jerry, so many. That's why, Jay, I, I understand what you're saying now. That's why Jerry can legitimately say, no, this doesn't affect that because this affects the quarterback room. That affects the receiver's room. Absolutely. This affects yeah, yeah. the O-line. Yo, Key, explain something to me real quick because I know we only have a couple of seconds, though. But, like, how much faster does Dak need to get the ball out this year as I mean, opposed ball, to what happened last year? Oh, uh, I mean, I don't, know what his, I don't know what his delivery time is, but you typically want to get that thing out in three if you can. Hmm. I mean, you know, I, I, he holds the ball a little bit long sometimes, and, and I don't – without just looking at the film, is it the receivers are not getting open? Is he not seeing it clean? I mean, it just depends on, you know, what's going on. 
Is the offensive line breaking down where he's got to scramble all of a sudden so he's holding on to it? Yeah, I never thought of Dak as a guy who makes a lot of mistakes. I always thought of him more as a guy, the mistakes he made is there's a bigger play to be had and that he didn't see rather than, oh, man, he's reckless. Just generally, I mean, I, the, the interceptions last year notwithstanding. Did I, oh, real quick, did I ever say Dak Prescott was better than Joe Burrow? Have I ever said that? Someone te- someone tweeted that at me. Because I was like, hey, and what I, I said is, it, what, no, this is that. this is what I said. What I said, you probably did back in the day. What I said is, uh, if he said this, it's probably from several years ago. Okay. Right, like that would make sense if I Joe got, Burrow's so rookie year people, or something. You know, all my friends and different people, are like, oh man, they said, I'm like, what? Are yeah, you. I, I, I think you crazy. had Dak top five a couple of years ago. Yeah, and Joe but Burrow was, was just getting what his was feet wrong wet. with that? Yeah. 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 I, I, I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. I didn't say yeah. you said anything. As soon as I saw that quote, tone. someone tweeted that at me, P. I forgot who. And as soon as I saw it, I tweeted back, if this is true, it's from several years ago, I'm sure, which is people probably are the crazy. Yeah. Somebody wrote that, you know, those little articles that come out with people saying stuff. Yeah, because they find something, they don't look at the date, and they go, oh, my God, he thinks. What are you yeah. talking about? Just lying on me. What should the expectations for the Cleveland Browns, a team that Key feels is getting too much hype, and I feel maybe not enough. What should the expectations be heading into this season? Jay is trying to make me think he has something to read, and I'm going to go ahead and say he has nothing to read. (laughs) KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And joined now by Dan Graziano, yeah, ESPN Papa NFL Dan insider. Papa. The Grizzazo. <laughs> That's the worst, man. Yeah, it was, that it's like was B-Rap from Not Malibu. your best work. What's so, up, man? The Grizzazo. Yeah. So it's interesting. Key had this, um, Dan had this uh, overhyped list going into this year. And okay. the Cleveland Browns popped up on it. And it was interesting to me because overrated, underrated, overhyped, underhyped. It's like you got to put your finger in the air, see which way the wind is blowing to really some, you know, because I felt like they're being undersold, yeah. you know, like, wait a minute. If Deshaun Watson gets back and Stefanski went to the playoffs with Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. then why aren't we talking about the Browns? What are your expectations for yeah, the it's, Browns? It's this funny because we were talking about this on Get Up this morning. We were just talking about it in the meeting. I, I don't know what to like. 
it could go either way, right? And, and like I, to the point where I was like, I'm trying to decide which side of it to take. Well, let me check out their strength of schedule in 16th, like right in the mm. middle. So like, there's Nothing just no way. Yeah. Right. So I, I think if Deshaun Watson is 2020 Deshaun Watson, then it's a dangerous team. But I don't know that we can assume that's going to happen. I mean, I, we can believe it's going to happen, and certainly the Browns do. But it's been a couple of years. He didn't play at all in 21, and, and we all know what happened last year. So uh, I, I have to see it before I buy it. I, I think, you know, Jim Schwartz as the defensive coordinator, that's not nothing. That, that's, that, I think that's important. I think, um, you know, that side of the ball should be better. It was a disappointment last year, and they, they went out and tried to fix it. But... Yeah, I think so much rides on the quarterback, um, and it's just such an unknown at this point. It's just been so long since we've seen him perform at a high level. Um, we know it's inside of him. We know he can do it, but you know what? What if what if he's just a little bit off from where he was? You know, in yeah, nineteen twenty uh, when he was great for Houston. And if he is just a little off, then they're probably going to be bad. But I'm yes. projecting, and, and they're one of whatever six or seven teams that. They don't, that didn't mean they're the most overhyped. They're just on the list, and I don't remember exactly where they were on the list at. But when you look at it, though, Dan, Jim Swartzy coming over and being the D.C. is a huge boost, mm-hmm. right? Because we Should know be. his yeah. track record as a D.C. Not only that, if they get DeAndre Hopkins, because they obviously are trying to with through Deshaun, if that happens, it takes them to another level. Everybody all of a sudden says, oh, my God, oh, my God. You assume he's going to come back and be okay. Last year, I, I last don't year, assume it. well, because he's he was always good. Yeah. He missed a year. You typically, and not because of health issues, he missed a year because of his off the field uh, deals that he was dealing with. So he's still playing with that hovering over him. So I'm thinking, okay, this year for him, mentally he's back in it. So I think that when you look at it, a lot of people are probably thinking the same way and their schedule that they're going to be a much better team in fighting for that division. Dan, can I ask you something? Because when I felt the same way about Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, wait, he took time off. He was out because he couldn't play and he had off the field issues and they were serious, but he wasn't hurt. But more, I hear more and more that there are that there's some concern. Is there some concern for him physically? I, I, I have heard some something along those lines. I can't pinpoint like what injury he'd be coming back from, right? Yeah, so, I don't know. I have no so idea. I but I, I think it's the idea would be like stuff that happened early in his career that maybe took a toll. But again, the last time we saw him play a full season was 2020, led the league in passing yards. <clears throat> so look, I, I don't... The other thing with the, with the Cleveland Browns is like, could they be a playoff team? Could they be a good team? Sure. Can they be good enough to win the AFC North? Can they be good enough to make noise in the AFC playoffs? I mean, we're talking about a different kind of level right now. Cincinnati has won that division two years in a row and has been to the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship game the last two years. Baltimore, with a healthy Lamar Jackson, looks like a better team on paper than Cleveland to me. Pittsburgh, you know, will win nine games or more. <laughs> like, that's just in the rules that the Steelers will have a winning season. So I, I think the Browns have... A, a hill to climb if they're to be considered a real contender. I just, again, I, I just, they're one of these teams. I just have no idea from this stage of the offseason what to expect from them. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will Max. Yo, DG, let's go from the AFC North to the AFC West, another gauntlet of a division, right? And talk about the Raiders for a second. Mm. So ESPN Raiders reporter Paul Gutierrez said there remains a possibility that Jimmy G never plays. Ooh. For the Raiders. Never. 
how realistic is that? Uh, well, I, I think I'd be surprised if that's what happened. But, you know, the reason they altered the contract to cover them in case he hurts the foot again or he doesn't come all the way back from the surgery is because there's at least some chance of that, right? I mean, they wouldn't have done that otherwise. So you can't ignore it, especially with his injury history. That's not the Raiders' expectation. The way they've crafted their quarterback room indicates that you know, they don't really have a strong backup plan. They have Brian Hoyer and they got Aiden O'Connell, who's a mid-round rookie from Purdue. So if you... Right, and right, they have a, a limited partner uh, in their ownership group now that, that has some experience um, in the league. But uh, I, I, I think that's far-fetched. I, I think, you know, if Garoppolo can't play, I, I do believe the most likely thing is they're stuck trying to talk the Titans out of Ryan Tannehill, right? Like, mm. like that's, and, and I just you know, can't count on that happening. So I, the Raiders, my understanding is, are of the belief that, that Garoppolo will play. But I, I think to Paul's point, yeah, I, I, there, there's something there, and you can't rule it all the way out. Why is it so ridiculous to think that the greatest <laughs> quarterback who ever lived, yeah. is gonna, who's still playing at a reasonable level, is going to buy into a franchise mm-hmm. that clearly has a situation where they might not have a quarterback? Right. Can you buy? And he has yet to miss an NFL game, by the way, you, since his so-called second retirement. Can right. you be part owner of a franchise and play on the same team? They would oh, have to get some kind of waiver. Other owners would have to approve it. Would you want Tom Brady in the league I know, playing but quarterback I, but, uh, if you're it, another owner or no? No, I wouldn't. Would it really? If I were another owner yeah. and he had a chance to set precedent on owning a team and playing for it, no, I wouldn't want uh, I that. would like Tom Brady in the league if I was another yeah, owner. For yeah. what? Ratings, right? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah but Look, then you set a precedent for every other player that, oh, okay, you want to be here? Then now well, you've got to take a vote on it, group. Jay. It's not a, just because they voted yes for Brady. I mean, they vote yes for the next guy. You know why I, I buy that Brady stays retired is because – his whole thing has always been about preparation. And we're at a point in the offseason where he would have already been doing a lot of work to get ready, and he's not. And I don't know that Tom Brady would trust himself to just sort of jump into the mix in August and start from scratch at that point and get ready to, to, to have a season that would meet his standards. That, that's, that's the reason I buy that he's retired. Did you see him run around last year, Max? Run at all, you call that run the pocket at all? Yeah. Imagine no. him trying to get out there at about – when does when training camp start, Dad? End of July, early now? August. Come on, man. Yeah. Stop. He's not doing that. Yeah, His body would be it. so damn sore. He's not even remotely time. thinking about it. He would look There's like Max time. getting out of his chair today. I mean, it would be great. Getting like, Don't get me chair. wrong. Help. <laughs> it, would, it would be a lot <laughs> of fun to talk about. Yeah, but fun I, to talk I, about. I'm the not, reality of it is he's going to sit in the box and clap this year, Max. We'll see. Dan Graziano. The Grazer. Listen, Dan Graziano can be seen across yet. ESPN platforms on such hit shows as mm-hmm. this Justin 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN. I'll be there. Most. What should we expect from Trevor Lawrence is the question in year three. KJM. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. It is time for No Huddle. Nuno. All right, guys. Let's start down in Jacksonville with uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's going into his third year as a starter, his second year with, um, obviously, Doug Peterson as his head coach, and he talked about that the other day. You know, this is the first time in a while I haven't been learning a new offense, so that feels good having that and being able to focus on little parts of my game um, instead of just making sure I got the installs and know the the, um, the plan coming into practice. You know, obviously you, you look over that too, but not having that stress of just learning the playbook, I can just really focus on my, my game and my mechanics. All right, Key, with another year in this offense, what do you expect from Trevor Lawrence this year? I think he's going to be – I expect for him to be much better. There's no question about it. I, I just – I like the rhythm and the throws. I like the balance with his with his mechanics, all those sort of things. And Doug Peterson, not only that, he gets Calvin Ridley. That adds to what they already have on an explosive offense. It's going to be fun to watch and see. You see, I'm not sure I expect much better than last year. I think I expect a kind of a recalibration year for the fact that expectations are now on Jacksonville to be that team. when's the last time you thought of Jacksonville as that team? And now getting Calvin Ridley back, all of a sudden people are going to start saying, well, yeah, playoff run, all this stuff. Like It's going to take a while for Trevor Lawrence, I think, and company to have that target on their back in the NFL to get adjusted to that. I'm I'm sort of with you, Jay, there. Like I don't know about better because over the last 10 or 12 weeks when you include the playoffs, he was elite. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know if he gets – but but more like a full season of that. And if he does a full season of that after what he did over most of last season, I think at that point, key people like you who are like, oh, I reserve judgment till I see more consistency, will start to think of him differently. Start to think of put him in that elite category. I've already started to think of him differently. I've watched enough video and tape and mechanics and looking at it and mm-hmm. understanding that he's only going to get better. Right. So, so, but Key, like we're saying, we're going to see a whole season of the way he finished winning their last seven of nine games. You, like that's you a, that's might, a, Jay. I, okay, you, I hope I do. I'm just saying that's you, a, that's a high bar. No, dog. When you when you are in a system for consecutive years, yes. and you have I the get, same understanding and all the. It, it's so much cleaner to see, and things slow down, and you I, look I, at the mistakes that Super you made a year coach. ago I, making I that throw. You don't make it anymore. I agree, Key. I just, you know, there's certain teams that when certain players see certain teams, they don't give the same effort. And I, I just wonder when that effort is now seen. Like, back in the day when we would play teams like Cleveland, I'm like, all right, we're going to beat up on Cleveland. Like, everybody knows that coming into the game. I feel like there was a little bit of the energy around Jacksonville. I, Grant, that's going to change this year. slept on a little bit, and that's now everyone's going to be ready, you're saying. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but they're going to be ready, too, I think. I think okay. they're going to be all right. Okay, all right. All right, speaking on teams people sleep on because they just think, uh, the Commanders, uh, they obviously hired Eric Bieniemy as their OC, and Jahan Dotson was talking about what Eric Bieniemy has brought to the Commanders this offseason. What does Jahan Dotson know? Coach me out of me, I feel like he's brought culture to our team. He's brought a sense of energy, a sense of urgency. You know, it's been really good just being able to learn from him, just get familiar with the things that he wants us to do and the things that we want to do. So, Key, will we be able to truly assess Eric Bieniemy as an OC with Sam Howell as his quarterback going into this year? I think you will be able to. Um, it's about how the plays are called, not the execution of the plays, because if players are bad, the players are bad. But is Eric Benjamin making the right calls in the right situations? Is he putting certain players in situations to take advantage of their skill set? So clearly we'll be able to tell 
based on certain things? Is the formations a certain way? Is he mixing things up? Is a lot of motions? Is he, is he confusing the defenses? You'll be able to tell, and Eric Enemy will probably wind up getting a job after this year. I think we will try. I mean, but if Sam Howe fails, that's going to be hard. Like, you can sit there and say, well, the structure's in place and you need the quarterback, but it depends until you get the right quarterback. I mean, coaches are only as good as their players mm-hmm. that they have. That's, and it's I, very true. Very so true. I, I hear what the talent is key, but you need the talent on the field to showcase the talent on the sidelines. Yeah, he, but if Sam Howell stinks, it's not on Eric Bieniemy. If Eric Bieniemy can win too. with a fifth-round rookie quarterback, basically – Yes. Then I will figure out a way to credit Andy Reid. What else do we have, uh, Nuno? <laughs> All right. Speaking of bad quarterback plays, the Tampa Bay Bucks are looking for a new quarterback. And Dave Canales, their OC, talked about the QB battle at this moment. Respecting Kyle's process, you know, comes in as a second round pick with high hopes. And, you know, Tom Brady has been here, so he's been able to learn from him. He's worked really hard to try to have an opportunity to show what he can do. And on the flip side, too, I think Baker also knows, you know, this is his road back, too. He's been told no a couple of times. And so for him to be able to come out here to perform and to show them that he can be the the caliber quarterback that he believes he can be, I think I owe it to both of them um, and the team to put the best guy out there. All right, Key. As someone who speaks, don't laugh, rec- Nuno. <laughs> As someone who speaks receiver and has had his fair share of questionable QB play, um, what's your reaction when you hear the OC say that? I mean, it's true. They got to find and put the best guy out there. They don't have a body. When you have three or four guys, you need to make decisions on. I mean, you don't have a quarterback, so you know that as a receiver, and you just go out there and do your job and do the best you can to try to help whoever the guy is. Man, they did. You know, that's the bottom line. They don't have a QB. They just don't. Look, man, it's going to be a season for the Bucks where the quarterback position just gets flipped and flopped back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and you're treading water. This is called for what it is. You're treading water to see if Trask can be that guy, and even if he is the guy, like what's his upside? Like What's his ceiling? Is that elite level in the league? We'll find out. We all know what this is, and if any one of these guys steps forward and becomes like what Brock Purdy was last year, oh, that's surprising, that's, that's interesting – then that's a huge success for them. But the reason your eyes open when you see something like that is most of the time you know mm, they ain't got it. And that's what it looks like for right now. We'll see how it pans out, but it looks like they ain't got it. All right. Um, there's a lot of excitement in Baltimore, right? Lamar has a new contract. They have some weapons. And Mark Andrews talked about this offense and what he's seen so far in OTAs. I think it's super exciting from being out here for him, you know, the last two days and obviously seeing Zay uh, run some routes, obviously OBJ and, and some, some of the other young guys that um, I'm excited about. I think it's going to be a dangerous offense. I think the sky's the limit. All right, Key, what are fair expectations for Lamar in this offense when you look across the league? Fair expectations? I, I mean, the expectations, I wouldn't necessarily look at fair. I just say the expectations is the sky's the limit. And, and that's my expectations. They got nice weapons on the perimeter. They got Mark Andrews. They, 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 got a, they got a real good offense now. The offense from a year, two years ago was boring. Yeah, they ran the ball. And, but when they needed certain things, they couldn't do it. I think in this offense under Todd Munkin, they're going to be able to do that, especially in the passing game, because the quarterback's always been able to pass. It's, it's, it's the narrative that you set. If you want him to be a complete quarterback, you start saying that from day one. That wasn't the case. 
It was always, oh, can he do this? Oh, can he do that? All the dude did was win an MVP. He did throw for 3,000 yards before in a non-passing offense. So this is a pass-friendly offense. You know what I don't want the expectations for the Ravens to be? Because I feel like it's slowly turning into this over the last couple of years with injuries. I don't want them to be the Clippers of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like every every single year, O line, defense gets injured, running backs get injured. You know, you feel like Lamar Jackson's out there running for his life. I just feel like if they can remain healthy, like Key said, expectations are the sky is the limit. Super Bowl. Yeah, the only the only caution I would give, other than injury, is first year under a new OC. Sometimes it's that second year that it takes. Even Aaron Rodgers in a good situation, they won thirteen games, but he didn't. He was kind of game managing that first year, and then it was like, okay, I got it. One back-to-back MVPs. So that's the, that's, that would be my only question other than injury for, for Lamar in this situation. How quickly does he adjust to a new OC and a new scheme? All right, real quick then. Key, Lamar, Lamar and Aaron Rodgers have the same odds, according to Caesars, Ooh. for MVP. If you had to put – Jay's palatial state in Westport on the line. Which one are you taking to win the MVP? Palatial state. Yeah, I'm I stole that from Greeny. He does that. I'm That's gonna insane. take Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP. And yeah. the reason is, is one, he's in media happy ass New York. You know, they're gonna make everything look at Max's head with up. They're gonna make everything bigger than what it's supposed to be. So if Aaron Rodgers takes them and puts them in the playoffs and throws for I don't know, 5,000 yards or whatever the case is with Garrett Wilson and company, then he's going to be the MVP. I'm going to take Jay's house will be auctioned off or whatever. And be auctioned off. Damn, I was just trying to give away my property for pennies on the dollar. Um, No, that's – Nino? The uh, operator. operator, Nino? Yeah, that's the phone operator. (laughs) I'll go with Lamar Jackson here on this one, man. I I, I think considering the way the offseason – has panned out. I think a lot of people are behind Lamar Jackson and want to see him be successful. Max, with a new OC, if he's able to get over that hump, if their defense is able to play at a high level, if they're able to remain healthy, and I think they can find a way to – to me, it feels like there's more momentum behind Lamar Jackson. It's interesting because Aaron Rodgers has more familiarity with his new OC than Lamar Jackson does with his, right? There's more to gain. Yeah, but, but I still situation. feel like Rodgers is going to be some cross between – the level will be some cross between his first year under uh, LaFleur and the, and the MVP years, right? Some, and, and Lamar has a chance to really pop with the mm. numbers because when he plays – he almost never loses. And yeah, if those man, offensive that's, that's, numbers that's then true. go up? That's, no, that's true. But they're going to cater to Aaron Rodgers. They're going to let Aaron Rodgers do whatever the hell Aaron Rodgers wants to do. 888-SAY-ESPN. What's a dynasty? What, which sports franchise, franch, franchise, franchise? franchises? Franchises. 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 What sports franchises <laughs> have real cultures? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. You know what's so funny, Max, is I was sitting here earlier and I was thinking real quick. You're, you're doing your brain? Yeah, doing my brain. And, and uh, you know, in football, I don't know if you played Pop Warner or whatever, and Jay, you played a little football when yep. you were younger and got hit, so you quit. Exactly. Um, Stop motion. In, That's in, it. <laughs> in, in football, we have certain things where we want to try to get the other team to jump off sides. We call it no-brainer freeze, right? No-brainer freeze. You get in the huddle and you say, look, don't jump. Whatever you do, do not jump. Okay. I love when you say it We're, that slow because you're saying it to that one person in the huddle <laughs> that you know his ass always jumps. Max, pay attention. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Pat Costello yeah. reminds me of the guy who you say, <laughs> don't jump. jump. And then as soon as the quarterback gets in, he gets up to the huddle. I mean, he gets out of the break the huddle. You know, he says, no-brainer freeze. And he goes, black, 28. <laughs> Said, and then Pat jumps. You go, what? Didn't the dude just tell you not to jump? Pat, it reminds me of that guy. What did Pat do in the break that made you think that? He had to do something. He just, he just, no, he didn't necessarily do anything. It's just I was just thinking. And I was like, who would be a dumbass that would do that? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> wow, pretty much just called Pat a dumbass. Huh? And I oh, said, we were going on TV. two on this one. Oh. <laughs> no, for real, though. <laughs> like, them dudes, man, it's like, don't jump. And the dude jumps. You're like, man, now we got to punch What is it ball. about Pat that makes you think that, though? You and Pat have a contentious relationship. I don't know where it went wrong. Jay, you was in the bathroom. He goes out of nowhere. Pat, you know what? I don't like you. <laughs> just had, Pat's just like, thanks, know, bro. I don't know what happened here in this relationship where it just went off the rails. No, we got a great relationship. No, nah, it's Officer Pat. Costello. When's, when's my birthday, Key? Bet you don't know. Excuse me? When's my birthday? I bet you don't even know. That just means he's not on Facebook, Pat. That's no, what I, I don't mean. know it because I'm not on all the social media stuff. Guy doesn't even care. The guy barely knows how to press the search button on Twitter, right, to find out what's trending, okay? Let him be. No, Pat just, he's an interesting guy. I like Pat. I asked him to invite me over to his place one day. How whoa, come he doesn't invite whoa. us over, Jay? Why didn't he invite us over oh, to hang out oh, with him? Wow. I've been to and Pat's he, house six times. Wow. Exactly. No, you see what I'm saying, Max? So is Jay. I'm like. I'm trying to understand, well, you know, 
How come we have never gotten an invitation mm-hmm. when we're in Bristol to come over and have pop open a beer, mm-hmm. put our feet up on the on the desk or on the uh, put it in the koozie? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. How, yeah, Yates has invited us over. That's Pat, not come- true. Oh yeah, I, I actually invited you over. Pat, Pat didn't invite me over. <laughs> I live near him. Yeah, so that's not. Yeah, no, actually, that is true. That is true. <laughs> that's all. Y'all always well, invited to hey, my Sergio spot. in Chicago, Jay, has something to tell you. Yeah, Sergio. Yeah. Hey, first off, I want to say good morning to the three of you guys. Man, it's my favorite show to watch at all the other shows on ESPN. Now, Jay, what I know up, you. I know, I know you say you you play chess. You're good at chess. I don't know if this was some type of chess strategy by you saying that the Nuggets going to sweep the heat. Like, man, usually you better, man. I, I, I listen to you, man, and I agree with you a lot. But but this this got to be the most – I don't want to say no insults, but this got to be the most craziest thing you ever said, man. Oh, yeah, Serge. As a, as a former basketball – and you played for the Bulls, man. Serge, 1,000% on, craziest thing I've ever said. When I got yeah, a lot man, of money. I got a lot of money on Miami, though. See, Serge, I be doing reverse psychology. Y'all don't be peeping the game, man. I've been against the Heat the whole time, haven't I? I picked against them in every series, and what do they keep doing? Winning. Okay, then. It's Jay who's doing okay, it. Okay, then. some type of chess strategy okay, you keep you Serge. doing, man. Okay, but... I see you peeping the game, Serge. Sergio yeah, just man. said it's hard like, to talk to on, Jay man. without insulting him. That's what he basically said. I <laughs> I love you guys, man. All right, baby. Hey, Preach in Atlanta. Oh, Preach. You're on KJM. That's a tough name. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Lifelong uh, Cowboy fan. Let me preference that. I watch his show every morning. And I just want to say Jerry Jones makes it painful to be a Cowboy fan. I mean, he's literally, since 1995, when he let Jimmy Johnson go, he's been drinking his own Kool-Aid, Okay. And the problem where we're talking about this situation with paying debt, another agreement's going to be coming up soon. Well, he's really going to have to pay debt. Now, he already made the mistake the first time. He made the mistake with Ezekiel Elliott, not paying him when he could have paid him less. And now, like what Key was saying earlier about how money works around the room, he's going to turn around and have to overpay once again for, for debt. And now that's going to mess up the money in the room. Unless we get the money free to turn around and get somebody to cover that line to protect that, the Cowboys are still going to be in trouble. And my personal opinion on it is that we're probably never going to win another Super Bowl until Jerry retires. Okay? Because the thing is, as long as he's mama and daddy in the place, what I mean by that is he's the owner and a general manager, so he has nobody to answer to, the GM doesn't. We need to get a real GM so it. that person has the heat on them and has somebody preach. to answer to. I'm not saying continue up. to preach. I'm saying preach. We got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Y'all don't. Got it. <laughs> Max hates when Max hates when our guest. No, it's just a little bit too much. I got he was he, he was making the guest, point. We got it. He hates when our guest out Max him. Yates, who are you? My man Preach was going in, dog. Hold going, on. He was going in. No, but we got it. A lot of sometimes Cowboys fans need, feel that way. Sometimes we need to hear the sermon. But see, sometimes Jerry Jones, Jones, to me, is not a bad general manager, man. It's just we're up, you know, we don't have I don't think he's a bad GM at all. Yeah, but we do. We, I, we know. Someone, I actually have, was trying to get in a, a, a call about athletes gambling, okay. but now with Preach, you know, Scott there's not in, enough time. No, where my wife no, is no, from. No, no, no. We can hold on and carry it over. Yeah, let's carry it over. He ain't going nowhere. All right. Go to break, Max. 
Well, now it's an awkward <laughs> Now it's awkward because now we have 45 seconds left. Hey, how much will Take Michael— Take up that whole 45, Max. Go. How much will Michael Malone's comments on effort affect the Nuggets? Think it'll affect the Nuggets? Jay was breaking down— Tape, basically, for me. Do they still call it tape? Are you asking me a question, or is that more like a statement, like you're buying time? No. You got 30 more seconds, Yes, Yes, I was showing you tape. I actually want to get into something. Yes, I was showing you tape. You were. It's called tape still. We still call it tape. Jay was breaking down tape that really relates exactly to why Michael Malone was so upset after the game two loss. But will Max. What's that? Ten seconds. There it is. Ten seconds from now? <laughs> What's that? Five seconds, Max. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.